Today is Sunday, March 19, 2023. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The first reading according to the first book of Samuel, chapter 16, verse 1, 6 to 7, 10 to 13. Yahweh asked Samuel, How long will you be grieving over Saul, whom I have rejected as king of Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way to Hesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have chosen my king from among his sons. As they came, Samuel looked at Eliab, the older, and thought, This must be Yahweh's anointed. But Yahweh told Samuel, Do not judge by his looks or his stature, for I have rejected him. Yahweh does not judge as man judges. Humans see with the eyes, Yahweh sees the heart. Hesse presented seven of his sons to Samuel, who said, Yahweh has chosen none of them. But are all your sons here? Hesse replied, There is still the youngest tending the flock just now. Samuel said to him, Send for him and bring him to me. We shall not sit down to eat until he arrives. So Hesse sent for his youngest son and brought him to Samuel. He was a handsome lad with a ruddy complexion and beautiful eyes. And Yahweh spoke, Go, anoint him, for he is the one. Samuel then looked, took the horn of oil and anointed him in his brother's presence. From that day onwards, Yahweh's spirit took hold of David. The second reading according to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 to 14. You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Behave as children of light. The fruits of light are kindness, justice, and truth in every form. You yourselves search out what pleases the Lord and take no part in the part in the works of darkness that are no of no benefit expose them instead indeed it is a shame even to speak of what those people do in sick but as soon as it is exposed to the light everything becomes clear what is unmasked becomes clear through light therefore it is said awake you who sleep arise from the dead that the light of Christ may shine on you. The Gospel according to John chapter 9, verse 1 to 41. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Master, was he born blind because of his sin of his or of his parents? Jesus answered, Neither was it for his own sin, nor for his parents' sin. He was born blind so that God's power might be shown in him. Well, it is day we must do the work of the one who sent me, for the night will come when no one can work. 
As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. As Jesus said this, he made paste with spittle and clay and rubbed it on the eyes of the blind man. Then he said, Go and wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the blind man went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and all the people who used to see him begging wondered. They said, Isn't this the beggar who used to sit here? Some said, He's the one. Others said, No, but he looks like him. But the man himself said, I am he. Then they asked him, How is it that your eyes were opened? And he answered, The man called Jesus made a mud paste put it on my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and I could see. They asked, Where is he? The man answered, I don't, I don't know. The people brought the man who had been blind to the Pharisees. Now it was Sabbath day, when Jesus made mud paste and opened his eyes. The Pharisees asked him again, How did you recover your sight? And he said, he put paste on my eyes. I washed him, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, That man is not from God, for he works on the Sabbath. But others wondered, How can a sinner perform such miraculous signs? They were divided, and they questioned the blind man again. Do you think this man who opened your eyes? And he answered, He is a prophet. After all this, the Jews refused to believe that the man had been blind and had recovered his sight, so they called his parents and asked him, Is this your son? You say that he was born blind. How is it that he was now sees? The parents answered, He really is our son. He was born blind, but how it is that he now sees, we don't know, neither do we know, open who opened his eyes, ask him, he is old enough, let him speak for himself. The parents said this because they fear the Jews, who had already agreed that whoever confessed Jesus to be the Christ was to be expelled from the synagogue. Because of that, his parents said, he's old enough, ask him. So a second time, the Pharisees called the man who had been blind, and they said to him, tell us the truth, we know that this man is a sinner. He replied, I don't know whether he is a sinner or not. I only know that I was blind and now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He replied, I have told you already and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they started to insult him. Become his disciples yourself? We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses. But as for this man, we don't know where he comes from. The man replied, It is amazing that you don't know where the man comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but if anyone comes from, and yet he opened my eyes, we know that God doesn't listen to sinners. But if anyone honors God and does his will, 
God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opens the eyes of a person who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could not do anything. They answered him, You were born a sinner, and now you teach us? And they expelled him. Jesus heard that they had expelled him. He found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, who is he, that I may believe in him? Jesus said, You have seen him, and he is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world to carry out a judgment. Those who do not see shall see, and those who see shall become blind. Some Pharisees stood by and asked him, So, we are blind? And Jesus answered, If you were blind, you will not be guilty. But you say, we see, this is the proof of your sin. I am the light of the world. God sent Samuel to anoint David as king to succeed Saul. Paul encourages the Ephesians to live in righteousness as God's beloved children. The Gospel of John tells of Jesus' healing of a man born blind and the aftermath of that healing among his disciples and the religious leaders. Today's readings focus on seeing with the eyes of the Lord. The Lord cautions, cautions Samuel that God does not judge on outward appearances but looks into the heart. Paul explains that the Lord light will reveal the truth of our actions. Jesus invites his disciples to open their eyes to the power of God working in the world. Jesus offers us the same invitation asking us to see with the eyes of faith and to remain attentive to God's presence in our world. Moreover, we must see as God sees, looking to the margins to seek out those who are forgotten and overlooked, extending to them the welcome, healing, and love that the Lord has shown us. Truly, the light of Christ will shine in us. Father, heal my blindness and help me see with your eyes. Father, Heal my blindness and help me see with your eyes. Make an effort to view people and events with the eyes of God, offering love in place of scorn. I urge you to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. Romans chapter 15 verse 30 the purple shawl. While serving as my mom's live-in caregiver at a cancer center hundreds of miles away from my home, I asked people to pray for us. As the months passed, isolation and loneliness stopped my strength. How could I care for my mom if I give in to my physical, mental, and emotional exhaustion? One day, a friend sent me an unexpected care package. Jody had crocheted, crocheted a purple prayer shawl, a warm reminder that we had people praying for us daily. Whenever I wrapped the small, the soft yarn around my shoulders, I felt God 
hugging me with the prayers of his people. Years later, he still uses that purple shawl to comfort me and strengthen my resolve. The Apostle Paul confirmed the importance and spirit-refreshing power of prayer for others through his passionate request for prayerful support and encouragement during his travels, Paul demonstrated how those who pray for, the, for others become partners in ministry. Offering specific requests, the apostles not only showed his dependence on the support of fellow believers, but his trust that God powerfully answers prayer. We'll all experience days when we feel alone, but Paul shows shows us how to ask for prayer as we pray for others. When we're wrapped in the intercessory prayers of God's people, we can experience God's strength and comfort no matter where life takes us. So shil son. Who has God used to encourage you through intercessory prayer? Who can pray for you today? Who can you pray for today? Loving God, thank you for the gift of intercessory prayers and for assuring me that you hear me and care for me wherever I go. Loving God, thank you for the gift of intercessory prayers and for assuring me that you hear me and care for me wherever I go. Loving God, thank you for the gift of intercessory prayers and for assuring me that you hear me and care for me wherever I go.